and welcome back to the Give and Go. Let's talk some Asian Cup football. But before I do, put your hands up. Hands up, folks, right where I can see them. I need you to like, comment, and subscribe on this video right now, or Saltero gets it. He gets it right in the face right now. I'm not playing right now. I'm not playing, bro. I got an itchy finger. I got an itchy finger. Give us a like, a comment, and subscribe right away this moment. Five stars on Spotify, five stars on Apple Podcasts, and let's get this thing going. To start off, a pretty crazy interaction happened lately with... uh, Indonesia's very own Justin Hubner DMing our channel on Instagram and saying that he loves the podcast. I put the screenshot up right now. I could not believe this, bro. Saying that he loves the podcast. I assume he's seen us somewhere. And we asked him if he would love to come on one day, and he said he would, bro. A crazy, crazy message from probably one of the most famous people that's ever reached out to the give and go. Dude, it's crazy. Justin Hubner and Ivar Jenner balled out for Indonesia this tournament. So to get even a little recognition from him is pretty dope, man. So yeah. shout out Justin Hubner, bro. Yeah, he posted on his Instagram literally hours after that interaction. He posted uh, pictures of him in the tournament with the caption, uh, proved all the haters wrong. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I was one of those. That's crazy. <laughs> they was, did straight up, yeah. though, they completely proved everybody yeah. who doubted them completely wrong. Yeah. That Indonesia team was really fun to watch in the round of 16 and just all tournament long, dude. And hopefully we get to talk to him about it one day in person. That'd be That'd nice. Be Let's get right into it. The first game that we will preview and predict here. Why don't we do Tajikistan versus Jordan? Tajikistan facing off against Jordan. Tajikistan, the debut team in this tournament, going on a magical run, making it into the final eight after getting a victory over UAE and penalties. Now set to face off against the Jordan side that ultimately was able to get three goals past Iraq through some crazy controversial calls, but was able to take down this beast of a giant in Iraq that was also on a crazy, crazy run. So Jordan versus Tajikistan, two teams here that I think either one, whoever goes through, will make for a great semifinal squad. Yeah, I think this is Jordan's first appearance in the quarterfinals ever. I think the win against Iraq was their first knockout stage win in the AFC Asian Cup ever. So Jordan's on a on an insane run right now but they have the players and the style of play to back it up man and it's why i'm actually gonna go jordan over tajikistan because i think their offense is simply way more clinical than their tajikistani opponents and also how physical they can be on the defensive end with Nasib and Al-Arab, I think that's Tajikistan's weakness, honestly. When you look at Tajikistan and their games against Qatar, China, and Lebanon, they kind of struggled to break them down because those three teams that they played against were physical first, and then they tried to play football. Jordan kind of mixed both. They're both very physical, but also insanely pacey and cheeky and creative going forward so i have jordan winning this game but dude tajikistan i think will give them a hell of a fight they just had their best game in the tournament against the uae a game in which honestly they dominated so i see tajikistan putting up another really good performance here against jordan i I just think they'll get undone here against a very good jordani side I was curious if you're going to go with the the, the Tajikistan narrative because you did pick them last round. I Mm -hmm. wonder if you're going to see that continuing. But the problem here is is that I have the same exact analysis. I really do because for me, it comes down to, I think when you look at the offensive units for both these teams, I think Jordan has a stronger edge. And I honestly just trust guys like Altamari way more than I trust a guy like Jalilov, bro, who we talked about before as being one of the most wasteful players in this tournament. I think the sturdiness of Tajikistan will keep them in this match. 
match. Yeah. But I, I really, I don't think I see Tajikistan getting a result here. I, I don't. And, and it sucks because I, I know how proud and excited their country is for this appearance. And who knows, something crazy could happen. But the way I've seen Jordan play in these games, the way I see them be able to score on their opponents and really play up to their level, no matter how good they are, showing it against Iraq, showing it against South Korea, for example. Jordan has played tougher teams in this tournament, and I think that will give them a better edge going into this match that will see them rewarded with the victory into the semifinals. Yes, sir, bro. We got Jordan in the semis, man. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited that a team like this can get there. Hope Tajikistan put up a great fight. But yeah, all right, we both got Jordan. Yeah. We have Australia facing off against South Korea, a game that shapes up to be an absolute classic with two teams here that could fall under the label of title contender. And two teams that both you and I are on opposite sides on, with me speaking, you could say negatively, about Australia in the past and you speaking negatively about South Korea in the past. Mm -hmm. I think we even went so far as to say that we wouldn't trust these sides in the future. And I do think that's going to come into play in this match because I am left with no other choice but to pick South Korea to win this game. My reasons is when you look at Australia's offensive creativity, I think it's lacking. I think they rely a lot on lucky and somewhat gritty goals. It works against the weaker teams. I don't see it working against the top, top teams. And for South Korea, I just think they have a lot more of a firepower up front in comparison to Australia. And I also do think that with this quarterfinal match coming after what was a crazy penalty shootout victory against Saudi Arabia, that's going to be their wake-up call. They're going to rise to the occasion finally and hopefully play to the level that many people such as myself and South Koreans have been hoping for for this side. I see South Korea taking control of this match. I see them dictating the pace in this game. I'm not going to rule out Australia completely because they are a good side, but I just see South Korea winning this match and coming out of it alive to go into the semifinal. I got South Korea winning this game and the Australians going home. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I actually can't disagree with any of your criticisms towards Australia and any of your praises towards why you think South Korea will win this game. Korea play a very fast game when they're on it. Min Sun is one of the best players in Asia, even still at 30, 31 years of age. Lee Kang-in has proven to be one of the best creative winger slash cutting inside midfielders at this tournament. So you're joining me. You have Kim Min Jae at the back. <laughs> hey, welcome to South Korea, Guiding a very bro. good Korean back line. But I'm going Australia, yeah, dude. Right. I'm yeah. going Australia, and, yeah. and, and here's why. From a Korean perspective, despite all of those positives, and those are really good positives, I just think they struggle to adapt to their opponent, it essentially is what it is. They have a game plan, and if it doesn't work in the first 15 minutes, Korea just kind of go in this weird limbo state. And it's happened in every single match where, yeah, even if they have the ball, they don't really do anything with it. And if their opponent sits back and just stays in front of the ball, Korea struggled to find space. Now, here's the thing. You're playing against a very good defense in Australia maybe even one of the better ones here at the AFC Asian Cup. So I think Korea are going to struggle in the exact same way that they did in the group stage and in the, especially the exact same way that they did against Saudi Arabia. Because I think Australia's defense is just as good, maybe if not better, with players like Harry Sutar or Matty Ryan at the back. I just think Australia going to show up defensively no matter what. So already, I'm canceling out Korea's offense. Now, to go to Australia and why I think they will win this game. First of all, the defense. 
But secondly, dude, I haven't really seen Australia struggle this tournament. I haven't seen it. Now, the negatives are there. I've actually criticized them. They're not creative in the midfield, and they're one-dimensional when they go forward. It's just wing play and then overlap from the fullbacks. That's it. But when I look at the reliability of that wing play or the reliability of Jackson Irvine in the midfield, dude, I don't think Jackson Irvine makes mistakes. That's going to think I think it's going to be huge in a game like this, especially when you look at the other side in Korea, they make two, three mistakes a game. So I think you just, it's almost like a math problem, this one. And I think it's going to be very fine margins, but simply due to the that marginality, I'm going to go Australia here. I think in conclusion, they make less mistakes. They're very strong defensively, which I think Korea will struggle against. And offensively, yes, but they may not be creative, but they find a way every time. So all in all, I am trusting in Graham Arnold, Arnie Ball. Mm. He rarely has stepped a mm. foot wrong, honestly, since he's taken over. I think Korea is just in a weird mode right now with Klinsman, and I do think Australia will just take advantage. But like you, if Korea show up, they can obviously win this game. They have the class and talent to do so. Folks, this one I need to know in the comments. Where do you guys stand on Australia versus South Korea? Because this really is such a tight matchup. It really, <laughs> truly is. And we have a banger of a matchup awaiting us. So, yes, I'm going South Korea, Saltera going Australia. Going on to the next match, we have Japan facing off against Iran. Yeah. This could be a final, bro. Yeah, this crazy. really could be a final. But the context has changed behind both these teams going into this. For me, the two biggest storylines, Japan is going to get their goals. Can they defend that back with the guy like Suzuki? And Iran, can they score goals with Taremi missing this game due to the red card he got against Syria? Who are you going with in this match? I got to go with Japan. I just thought they were so dominant against Bahrain. And yeah, even though Bahrain were definitely a very lesser opponent compared to the Japanese, I just think Japan are hitting that stride. We've talked about it. You would hope for it that they would arrive in the knockout stage. I think they did. And I think that only spells bad news if you're Irani because Japan aren't going to quiet down now. They're going to go, if not even harder, in this game against Iran. They look sharp. They played nice, tight football in their game against Bahrain. I just think Japan are going to go off here. But here's the thing. Even though Iran struggled offensively against Syria, they have the quality in every position on the pitch for one of them to show up on any given day. So if Ansari Fard or Sardar Asmun, Godos, Jahanbash, Rezaian maybe from fullback position, if any of these guys really step up, Gayeri's had a good tournament. If any of these guys really step up to the occasion, they can get something from this. So even though Iran have had a weird, inconsistent tournament, they just they have a lot of weapons that at any moment can become active. But overall, I just think Japan will have more. So I'm, I'm just yeah. going to go Japan here. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you look at, I mean, just a, across the whole pitch, these are going to be 22 of the best players in Asia going at it, man. It's going to be a star-studded field, yeah. even if Taremi isn't there. So I get your argument of, like, Iran could figure out a way to stay in this game and get a result. They really aren't, like, huge underdogs in this no. match, I think, even by missing Taremi. Japan is really interesting, though, because... I mean, what they've got, they've scored over 10 goals in this tournament now, which is ridiculous. Their offensive force and unit is just so stacked. There's so yeah. much depth on this team. And the fact that Japan is getting Mitoma back, the fact that Japan yeah. is getting their form and the momentum back, their confidence, they're starting to look like contenders now. 
I think this has Japan written all over it, man. I really do. And it might be tight. It might be a 2-1, 3-2 type of affair here, but I'm going Japan all the way. And if Iran does win it, then it will be a massive, massive victory because with that confidence of beating Japan, they can go to the final and freaking win it. And the last match we have is a tight, tight game between host nation Qatar facing off against Uzbekistan. To preview both these teams, Qatar has been on an incredible run. Four straight victories. They have not looked tested or they have not looked weak at any point in this tournament. Just completely taking care of their opponents with guys like Akam Afif playing incredible football. And on the other side, we have Uzbekistan who slowly continues to get better game by game and is on that trajectory of potentially being a dark horse, no longer to make it to the semifinal, but to get all the way to that final match and maybe lift the trophy both these teams have crazy narratives and i want to know which one are you gonna go with i'm gonna know which one you're gonna go yeah with. this I, one was i truly want to know which one this you, one was really this tough, one was tough. Yeah. i i think i swapped like twice thinking yeah. about this yeah. one i'm curious yeah. i'm actually very curious okay. to see what you're okay. gonna say producer Ro, who are you going with <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm going to uzbekistan offensively i think uzbekistan's form of shaping up a goal is much more intricate than that of Qatar and is able to generate more offensive opportunities in a better, more productive way. Qatar, for as good as Akram Afif has been, and you can throw in Amoez Ali if you want, there's an over-reliance there and them doing absolutely amazing things, combining with Al-Haidos off the corner kicks as well. This Uzbekistan side can match up to that level of play, but then also be very physical if needed. I think they'll better adapt to whatever Qatar throws at them. Yes, they will be playing away from home, and I do think that plays a big factor here because these Qatari fans are starting to believe in something, but I think the overall package that Uzbekistan presents to Qatar will come to be a very difficult one for them to handle across all sectors of the pitch. I mean, I could see Akram Afif getting a goal in this game. Mm. I really could, or having an impact, but I think Uzbekistan will be able to take it to them in a way that no team has yet, and it's going to surprise them, bro. I really do. I think they're going to be surprised by this Uzbekistan side who's only gotten better every single match and is here to make a name for themselves at this tournament, going to the semifinals. I'm buying into the Uzbekistan project. We said they'd be dark horses. It's time to double down on that. And I'm going. My, I'm putting all my chips in on this Uzbekistan side. Let's go. I'll double down with you because nice. I'm also going Uzbekistan for pretty much the exact same reasons. So I won't add too much more. I'll just kind of piggyback off of what you said. I think Uzbekistan's offense is just simply more creative. It's also an offense that Qatar has not really faced this entire tournament. So... I think Uzbekistan is going to take advantage of that. There's holes to exploit in this Qatari defense for sure. Uzbekistan have not been the most clinical in this tournament, but as you said, they've improved every single game with their best game coming in their last match against Thailand. I think they're going to use that momentum and take advantage of that to get at least two goals past this Qatari side. And for Qatar, while they have been perfect at this tournament so far... I just think they've scored some crazy goals, man. I think they scored some wild goals. And credit to them for executing them, but at a certain point, you kind of have to translate a bit of that luck to, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit more just earning it, the, you know, the raw way, if you will. And I just think Qatar, they're going to need a lot of luck to beat Uzbekistan in, in this instance. But you're right. 
I think Akram Afif will dominate when he's on the ball. He has all tournament long. He's looking so good. The Qatari defense and midfield is disciplined. There is talent. This this team is not a bunch of bums. They, they know how to play some ball. I just think Uzbekistan play a little bit more creatively. They move the ball a little bit faster. So I think this is going to be, a, honestly, a really interesting matchup. But when it's all said and done, I'm going Uzbekistan. All right, folks, let us know in the comments who do you guys have winning these matches because we got four, I mean, just great matchups here in Asia. So let's get ready for this round because it's going to be exciting. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe to The Given Ghost so that we can continue talking Asian Cup football. We'll be back very soon to talk about the results of these matches. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.